coming for me. I need you to get this tape of the 100th episode of Jeremiah Wonders back to me. Back to the Jeremiah in 2019. My future and the world's joy depends on it. If you fail, God so help us all. Welcome to the very first special of Jeremiah Wonders. I can't believe it's already been 100 episodes. I'm your host, Jeremiah Watkins, and today I will take you through some of my favorite moments of the show and yours. Of course, we couldn't fit every amazing guest and episode in this special, but we did our best. Strap in and let's get started with some fun impressions that have graced us here on Jeremiah Wonders. Hello, it's Ringo Starr. Oh, fuck. Ringo Starr? Hey. Hey, it's Bobby Lee there. Hey, I love Ringo. What's up, Ringo? Hey, what's going on? I'm a big fan of yours. Love you on Man TV, Bobby. Oh, thank you. Oh, we got another caller. Oh, yeah, we do? Hello. Yoko. Is, is, <laughs> it's me, Yoko. This is the it's Yoko. It's me, Yoko Ono. This is the Yoko Ono. Yes, hi. Oh, there he is, big nose, Ringo. Oh, you think I have a big nose? Yeah, you think you'd call me and you say I have a flat face. I, I, think, you're a bi- I think you're a big murderer, that's what I think you oh, are. Oh, you, you think that I killed John? I think so. Oh, fuck you. I you thought know? it was a conspiracy theory the whole time. Yeah, you know what, I'm hanging out now. No, please don't go. I want to talk to you more. Yeah. Uh, also, can I say this? Yes, say whatever you want. Yellow submarine suck. How dare you? Oh. Hey, Denzel. Uh, <laughs> hey, we're going we gonna to get this, this shopping list for our family. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, huh? Okay, all right. Look, I've got, um... What do you got uh, on your list? I, I see I've got a... Make sure you check it twice. I'm gonna... Okay, all right. I see that we got a... Oh, oh, we gotta get a basketball. Huh? I gotta get a lacrosse stick. A lacrosse stick? Okay, all right. I gotta me. teach my daughter self-defense. Oh, okay, now look, we got... all the throat of a criminal. We got oldie but a goodie. I see we got three Furbies on this list, huh? Where are we gonna find damn Furbies? They haven't been released since 2001. We gotta go, we gotta go to a vintage shop and we gotta make sure that we can find all the Furbies. I need to get one in the color pink, specifically. <laughs> what if Gary Busey and Steven Seagal had a film reunion? Mitchell, hey Gary. Hey. Uh, uh, hey, is this uh, Steven? Yeah, dude, dude. How are you? Yeah, Gary Busey here, yeah. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. How you doing, man? I was waiting for you to say it back. I'm so glad you said it back. I've been in another dimension since I last saw you, brother. Me too. It's called Straight to Video. Yeah. Well, maybe that's yours is different. I was on Laserdisc one time whenever I was inside the Playboy Mansion. Is that the name of a drug? Laser disc. Yeah, you said you were on it. It's a digital formatted disc for watching movies and stuff. I understand, like the huge CDs. Yeah, they're like giant CDs. They look like flying saucers. I was wondering if you wanted... uh, The reason I asked you to meet me here at this Olive Garden is because the breadsticks are free. Well, it was more about the endless salads, you know. Salad's bad for you. Salad? What do you mean salad's bad for me? What do you mean by that? I don't eat anything green. I only eat brown things. That can't be helped. I know you're some kind of, you know, aficionado of 
well, martial arts, I but am. the strictly brown diet don't make no sense everything, to me. Everything good is brown. Potatoes, chicken nuggets. Your skin color. Red. Okay. My skin. Uh-huh. Everything that you want to eat that you should consume, make it brown. I don't know if, if I brown, can get on board with all of this. Hey, pal, it's your old buddy, Don Barris. Oh, Don, wow. I was listening to the show. Hey, well, Don, you are king of late night at the comedy store, and uh, I wish Adam would think about think, think the same thing. I think they're trying to run me out of the club. I don't. I mean, you still perform every night. I don't know. <laughs> People don't realize how stressful my life is. Really? Kimmel's trying to kill me. Jimmy Kimmel's trying to kill me. Well, I think you're doing a pretty good job of keeping everything together, Don. Because uh, I, I haven't been able to, to, to tell you, you you kill it all the time. You, you you never really bring that into the the club, you know. You always you're walking in with a, a a smile and bright eyed and bushy tailed. You think this is a nice sized cock? Um, well, I can't see it right, right now. You're on the phone, but uh, I mean, if you have it out right now, then spoiler uh, alert: it's a nice sized cock. Uh, hello, um, Tony, are you on the line? Oh, I am the line. <laughs> I'm calling with my mind. You're calling with your mind? Hands-free, phone-free. <laughs> you better believe it. I'm telling Rogan on you. <laughs> well, what did what did what did I even do? That's jerk because you're trying to make eye contact with me. Okay, uh, sorry, Tony. I'll look away. You're on the phone. This is really weird. I mean, oh, I, you know what? Sorry, I won't look directly at you. You're skyping in over there on the wall over there. That's so. right. I'm on Skype. Um, you sound very villainy right now. Did you have a reason why you were, uh... Have you seen my car? Of course I'm a villain. I'm Tony. I drive an escape hatch. You drive an escape? What does that even mean, Tony? My car has an escape hatch in case I get attacked. They're after are, me. Are you afraid that you're going to be attacked soon? Jimmy Kimmel's trying to kill me. Wait, why is Jimmy Kimmel trying to kill you and Don Barris? Don just called in a second ago. Oh, he's trying to kill Don, too, huh? I'm out of here. Hello? Yeah, man. Uh, hello? Uh, uh, sorry, hello? my caller ID is a little bit blurry. Could you say who's calling in right now? Yo, man, it's your, it's your busy boy, boy, Theo Vaughn. What up, gang, gang? Oh, wow. Man, We this is a star-studded comedian's event today. Yeah, Thank man. you. I don't know what's happening, but I, I just wanted to call in and warn everybody about this little player, player, Jimmy Kimmel, trying to kill everybody, <laughs> taking them live. Wait, is, wait a second. Jimmy what? Kimmel trying to kill a brother, man. Why? Jimmy Kimmel is trying to kill you as well? Yeah, man, I'm, he's working on them dark arts. <laughs> My uncle had a russet potato for an elbow. Wait, Tony Clifton's actually calling into the show right now. Wow. Um, it's a good trip here. I mean, we're having fun. We got bushes and cake time. And we got a little mirage out there. I'm going to drink some water up the sands. Delicious, sandy, rocky desert water. <laughs> Start spreading the sand. Yeah. Spread in your legs. Santana. This is pre-kind of cell phone, everybody. 90s. I, actually, I don't think anybody had cell phone. I called him. Oh, I called him from a house. I remember now because I was bummed we didn't tape it. And this woman answers. And I can hear in the background their sound checking. And I just, for some reason, I go, uh, Corey Feldman, please. And she goes, uh, who's calling? And I go, Axel Rose. 
And she's like, uh, what? And this is Axel, you know, like giant, you know? Yeah. And uh, she's like, huh? And I go, yeah, it's Axel. And she goes, hold on. So uh, like five minutes goes by. Hello? <laughs> hey, Corey. He's like, yeah, who's this? And I go, it's Axel Rose. And he's like, oh, come on, man. Who? I go, it's Axel. It's, it's Axel. When's the last time I saw you? And I was like, I, I don't remember that, but I heard you got a band and I want to come down. And he's like, uh, is this really Axel? And I go, yeah, I want to come down, man. Maybe I'll sit in. He's like, what? You know, and now he's not really sure, but he yeah. doesn't want to burn the bridge. Of course. So <laughs> just to hit him a little bit, he goes, we've got red carpet. It's going to be wild. You, I, I, is this Axel? And I just hit him with this. I know they're doing the doors. So I go, bring on through to the other side. Yeah. And then he's silent for a minute. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, oh God, this is going to be great. You want to come to soundcheck? All right, Christina, maybe you can jump in whenever you want to. Okay, okay. okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Tell me, baby. Baby. What's your story? I actually think we have Jax from the video game uh, Mortal Kombat on the phone. Oh, he's actually calling into the show yeah, uh, right now. Uh, hello, Jax. Is this hey. you? Hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, pretty good, Jax. Uh, thanks yeah, for. Yeah, this is what I sound like. Oh, okay, I cool. I sound like Jason Sudeikis. People yeah, say I, people say I sound like Jason Sudeikis. Actually, this sounds a lot like Jason. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy was on SNL, but no, it's not. Okay. It's not. It's Jax. Are I got. Are you sure? This sounds a lot. No, no, no. It's definitely a black guy. Definitely got uh, metal arms. Uh, yeah, I'll be right there, Lorne. Jax, you're hanging out with Lorne Michaels right now? Uh, no, Lorne Zero. Sub, Sub-Zero's brother, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Sub-Zero has... Jason Zdenkis. J- <laughs> I mean, not... I'm not Jason Z- I'm sorry, I was signing for a pack. I wasn't signing for a package. Uh, you know what's weird? Uh, we have another... Uh, uh, former cast member uh, calling in oh, yeah? from Mortal Kombat. Oh, wow. Um, wow, wow. Uh, Reunion. Reunion. Yeah, show. it's actually uh, uh, Raiden. Hey, is your one and only pal Raiden, and it's totally not Will Forte. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's totally not. All right. I swear to God. I swear. Oh, it's, my God. It's not Raiden. It's, oh wow! I, I'm reading. I'm it's, not Will Forte. No, I know. I know Will Forte. Dude, I know you know Will Forte. I know you do. I totally, totally know you do. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, yeah, you couldn't picture this. 50-inch screen, money, green leather sofa. Got two rocks, the limousine with the chauffeur. Oh, now if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image of the style that you're used to. My nose is big, y'all. Hum, do the Humpty Dance. Here's your chance. Do the Dance. Do the Humpty Dance. Do the Humpty Hump. Do the Humpty Hump. Do the Humpty Hump. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Brittany, is that you? Justin. Oh, um... Where's your macaroni hair? <laughs> I mean, you know, uh... I like that. You liked my... I mean, it was okay. <laughs> Show me how you want it to be. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know 
because my loneliness is killing me and I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe. I, I think I have to get back home pretty soon. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, sure. Get... Oh, oh, did you just show, <laughs> did, you, did you just show me your, your boobies? Fucking tinfoil hat, listen on, uh, anywhere you can get your conspiracies, bro. Wait, where is that? Anywhere, fucking don't listen to iTunes, bro, it causes cancer, huh? Bill Clinton invented iTunes, bro, check it out, Google it. So, uh, Ari, I actually saw you, uh... At Skankfest, you came out naked uh, when Roy Wood Jr. called you onto the stage yeah, he loved it. <laughs> during the comedy jam. Yeah, he couldn't stop looking at my, at my cock. Actually, actually, he was uh, he was pretty terrified, Ari. He, yeah, he was. He, 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 he was. instantly regretted calling you to the stage. Wait, sorry, this is a Steve Renazizi. I'm with the Shafirs here. Uh, wow, how'd you get invited to a Shafir family reunion? Uh, because they knew it was in the Alps, and they knew that Alps was really hard for me to pronounce. So uh, <laughs> We have another mashup call on it's uh it's Erlinor Kerrigan. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Check out this clit. It's huge. What's up, Erlinor? Oh, you know, I've just been hanging out in Philly with dice. Where are you uh from Bel Air? Oh no. Bel Air, Philadelphia? No, I'm from yeah, Bel Air, Philadelphia. Yeah, look, Erlinor, it's me the dice man. Oh yeah, daddy. What's going on? Wait. <laughs> You've never talked to me like this, Eleanor. What's going on? Oh, sorry. I was just trying to, you know... Who's Earl? ...set the show up properly. Like my name is Earl? No, Earl. Jason Lee? Yeah, I used to fuck him. Can I just say you two have so much chemistry that I don't know why you guys ever broke up? Yeah, I have no... I never dated Eleanor. I dated Eleanor. Uh, no, you dated Eleanor. <laughs> I was dating Eleanor the whole time? That, that'll, you know, now I know why you had a huge cock. Wanted to call into the show real quick. Yeah, you're a good guy, Dean. Uh, I've always loved you, like, in a sexual way. <laughs> oh, yeah? I had sex with a, a fish once. I went skin to fin. <laughs> I love doing my new favorite thing to do by myself is PTSD Winnie the Pooh. It's hilarious. Where he goes, oh, yeah, well, I came back after realizing I'd put down a bunch of hodgies. I was in the 4th Mar uh, Marine Corps. Hoorah. I'm a leatherneck. I was over in Afghanistan, and they're all messed up on opiates. I tell you, I'd rather go back to the forest. Boo bear. Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. What? Oh, God, what do you want? It's me, Christopher Robin. I know it is, you half a fag. <laughs> Listen, I was wondering, would you like to wear shorts with me, perhaps? I, I don't wear pants. I live fast and loose. First off, I'm a bear. You conveniently forget that a lot, but you keep treating me like a damn dog. I'm a bear. I'm sorry, you're, but you're my bear, Pooh Bear. I'll rip your goddamn throat out. Oh, what? Dangerfield. Yeah, that's like always a fun thing with voices is doing like woke Dangerfield is one of my favorite things to do. Where I'm that's like, great. Hey, I'm telling you, you know who doesn't get any respect? Women of color. Yeah, you know? Man, white men, that's the real problem. Yeah, I'm telling you, I am one and I don't like it. Oh, boy, I got privilege. You want to know about privilege? I can have a rental car. A cop won't even pull me over. <laughs> now let's hear directly from some of our past guests on Jeremiah Wonders and hear what they had to say. Jeremiah Watkins, I can't believe it. 100 episodes of your podcast. That is crazy. I feel partially responsible because I was on uh, one of your episodes and had I not been on one of your episodes, you'd only be at 99 and who knows when you would have got to 100. Anyway, congratulations, buddy. I'm happy for you. 
And um, let's do a thousand more, huh? What do you say? Jeremiah is a comedy juggernaut climbing in the ranks, filling your hearts with joy and laughter. And he's one of those guys that you feel like you can let him hug you and you don't have to fill out paperwork afterwards. I guess I want to be the hundredth guy to congratulate you on coming out of the closet. Uh, we're all happy. We all knew. Um, good luck with the divorce. That's going to be weird to explain to her, but I'm sure she knew too. <laughs> so congrats. We're happy, dude. Be proud. Hi, this is Al Pacino. And my... <laughs> the impression isn't good today. <clears throat> Hi, this is Al Pacino. <laughs> I just want to say congratulations to my good friend, Jeremiah Watkins, on 100 beautiful episodes. I just want to say what an amazing accomplishment it is. And this impression is not very good this morning. <laughs> what do you got? Nothing? Hey, Jeremiah, congratulations on 100 episodes. Yeah! Here's to 300 more. Why does my hair look like Mark Duplass? I'm here to let you know I had a great time on Jeremiah's podcast, especially when we talked and pretended like we were sex toys. Stop. <laughs> that is not healthy. Hey, Jeremiah, congratulations to the 300th episode of Jeremiah Wonders. It's 100. It's only 100? Yeah. That's cool, too. Congrats, bud. Jeremiah Watkins, what's up, babe? Lot of 14, History Hyenas. Just want to say congrats on your 100th episode. I want to come do the show. Um, if you'll have me, I'm going to come to L.A. And if you don't want to have me on the show, I'm going to crack you open and clean you out, okay? Because your hair is enough like a woman where I could just pretend you're a girl. And let's be crystal clear. I'm kind of happy that you look like a girl, but you have men's genitalia. That's what turns me on. Alexa, tell Jeremiah it's tell him about his 100th. He's doing it a hundred times. Hmm, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, Jeremiah, 200 more. Alexa, 200 more. Love you, Jeremiah. I love your podcast and congratulations on 100 episodes. Happy 100 episodes, Jeremiah. I'm so excited I pulled off into a Safeway parking lot to let you know that I'm proud of you and I had a great time on your podcast. It's the only time I've ever done a podcast where there's another mic for voices. As a low-level voice guy, that was the shit. Doing Jeremiah Wonders podcast has opened up a lot of doors for me. A lot of doors to open mics. Open Steve's and open Gary's. hey -oh. Wow. Uh, coming up on 100 episodes of Jeremiah Wonders. This is huge. I mean, I'm so proud to be part of the legacy. I remember when Jeremiah asked me to do it, I was like, how long is it? And um, is there parking? And he was like, yeah, there's parking. And I was like, are you sure there's parking? And it was fun. Yo, fella, man, it's your homeboy, Theo Vaughn, trying to say, like, a happy 100 years doing your show. You freaking did it, dude, and you're still freaking doing it. I love you. You're one of my favorite people in the world. 
Hey Jeremiah, this is Lee Syatt. I just wanted to give you and Gage a huge congratulations on 100 amazing episodes of Jeremiah Wonders. I know how hard it is to do 10 episodes of a podcast, so to do 100, it's amazing. Congratulations, it just keeps getting better and better. I had a great time when I was a guest, and I can't wait to see what the next 100 bring you. Congratulations, guys. Hey, hey, Jeremiah, congrats on 100. I'm here in New Orleans being gay. All right, queef. That ah, jeez, this stinks. Hey, it's Moshe Kasher, uh, broadcasting from bed. I just took a nap, flipped open Instagram, saw that Jeremiah put up a post that his 100th episode was coming up, and realized that he texted me like a week ago, asking me for a video. And so I'm sending this now. I'm probably the last one in. And all of these factors just show you how much respect I have for Jeremiah. That uh, I completely forgot he asked, didn't make it a priority, and I'm doing it in my underwear. Jeremiah, congratulations on your 100th episode of Jeremiah Wonders. I know that I am one of your top 100 guests. Without you, this whole genre of podcasting, frankly, would fall apart. So keep up the good work. Jeremiah Watkins. Um, happy 100th episode. I had the most incredible time on your podcast. I really, truly never encountered someone as weird as I am in the podcast world until that day. Congratulations, Jeremiah, on your 100th episode of your podcast. And keep them coming, buddy, because we all want to keep wondering just like you. We don't need more podcasts. We don't need another podcast. Oh, my podcast is different. You wanna know what I do? I have a guest on, like they all do. I have a guest on, and then we we do a podcast. We talk and we we do a show. We do an audio show, and it's called a podcast. Maybe that's who, what I do. Maybe I critique podcasts. Is that a podcast? That could be a podcast. That could be a podcast. I, I I listen to podcasts, and then I critique the pod like a Yelp review. A podcast. Okay. All right. Now I get it. I had a blast being on it, just being silly and wacky, and that's what I like to do because I am a silly boy. God damn it! Congrats on hundred episodes, dude. See you at the comedy store. Uh, I'm truly honored to be one of the guests uh, chosen for this. I had a genuinely had a blast on that damn podcast. It's some of the most fun I've had in quite a while. Hey, Jeremiah, man, uh, Sam Triple here. Just want to congratulate you on a hundred episodes, man. One hundo, brother. Congratulations. Your podcast is great. I never knew Christians could be funny. Happy hundredth episode to my number one scissor brother, Jeremiah Watkins. Proud of you, brother. Keep it up. Hey everybody, it's Steve-O. And what can I say about Jeremiah Watkins' podcast? Well, not only was it a pleasure, but I fucking came up with the dopest bit on that show. I didn't even know it was a bit at the time. I was just telling my bro Jeremiah about how our dog, Olive, would slurp up my cum when I wiped it off my girl's back and then threw my boxers on the floor. Olive comes charging and gobbles it off the boxers, and we thought it was so cute. He had me talking to horses, he had me talking to ghosts, and this mofo knows about some turtles. <laughs> Jeremiah, congratulations on 100th episode. 
thanks for letting me be a part of it. And um, thank you for letting us have a peek into all your wonderment and your curiosity and how you express that through your art. And it's just been a goddamn pleasure to watch. And uh, God bless, most success to everything you do. I just love the way you're walking, man. Hey, congratulations, Jeremiah Watkins, 100 episodes. You've got the biggest podcast in L.A. It's fucking awesome, man. It's really exciting. You fucking changed the game. It's a huge podcast. Everybody loves it. It's a career maker. It's fucking huge. It's great. It's called Jeremiah something or other. And uh, people really enjoy it. It's really great. Everyone, anybody comes out on the road, they always tell me, hey, I heard about you on the Jeremiah Watkins podcast. That's what they say. They're like, yo, man, I found about out about you from Jeremiah jeremiah wonders and they're like dude it's fucking crazy congrats so just keep it up man thank you jeremiah thank thank you thank you jeremiah jeremiah i heard you're having your hundredth episode Oh, I love it, and I love you, and I, I wish you nothing but the best. Happy 100th episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're Man here, and I just want to say congratulations to Jeremiah Wonders for his 100th episode. Yay! Um, I wonder every day what he's doing, and then I wonder also if he'll make it to 200. And if he makes it to 200 episodes, I'm gonna be on the 200th episode. Way to go, Jeremiah. I wonder what you're gonna think of this video. <laughs> Jeremiah's podcast is like, you know when you go to a restaurant and they bring you a basket of bread, you know? And then there's like that one weird bread that you've never seen before. And then you like take a bite of that bread and you're like, oh, you know what, that, that was pretty good. Well, you know. That's uh, Jeremiah Wonders. Congratulations on a hundred. Can't believe you made a hundred. Really, I can't believe like people have listened to a hundred of these. Congratulations on a hundred episodes, Jeremiah. Normally I would never go to such a sketchy place to do a podcast, but you're a lovely man and you do a lot of very funny voices and you walked me in my car afterward, which I really appreciated. Classy dude. Hey, Jeremiah. It's your buddy Jeff Ross. I wanted to congratulate you on 100 episodes of your podcast. Man, hardly anybody's ever done that. So what an incredible career accomplishment, buddy. 100 episodes. Wow. That's going to be in the history books. Love you, bud. And you know what? This is for Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Woo! Good evening. Chet Lightning here, your lead news anchor on Jeremiah Wonders. Our top story tonight is the unbelievable call-ins that have graced the show. You never know who is going to call into the program because this show's reach is wider than the thigh gap of an Instagram model. Let's go live on the scene to see up close and personal who called in. Uh, we might do happy go more to... Uh... Feel the flow. Harness the good. Block the bad. Circular. Circular. Send the ball home, happy. Put it in its place. Bags are packed. Just put it on the plane. All right, I'll try, okay? Put a diamond. Goes around and around. Circular. Well, I 
it's, it's good to catch up with you, Kevin. Yeah, and, you too. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll do a happy Gilmore tour together. What All do you right, say? buddy, that sounds good. All right, I'll talk to you soon, Kevin. And then she laughed. Her laugh was so funny, it made me laugh. You know when someone's laugh is so funny, I don't even care what she was watching or thinking about, but it was so fun, I had to laugh with her. Because it was like such a, like a, bo- it was like um boisterous. Yeah, baritone laugh. It was like, the, mm-hmm. you could tell it was like a big woman, like, <laughs> and it was a woman, like, four seats back. But it just made me laugh, because I'm sitting there, like, I hear it once, and I was just like... <laughs> You know, I do one of those things, and then that can't be real. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then she kept doing it, and I was just like, <laughs> it got in my head, and I kept hearing it like, <laughs> it was just like, it was like very operatic almost, where it was like a building of a laughter, and I just, it got me, it got me. Like sometimes people's laughs get me more than a thing that I see that's funny. She's actually calling in right oh, now. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, hello. Uh, uh, did you recently uh fly on a uh, a Delta flight? Yes. I did. I flew. Yes, I flew Delta four two five from Rome back to Chicago, Illinois. Wow. Uh, I was just talking. Uh, and I heard that uh, the gentleman you had on as a guest mm-hmm. was making fun of my laugh. And let me tell you something. I love my laugh. I'm proud of my laugh. And people like you are just so disrespectful for making fun of the way that I enjoy life. You, you know, honestly, I thought you were going to be a. Uh, uh, a way more welcoming person. I thought you were, no. you'd have a good sense of humor no. about your laugh. No, it's not funny to laugh at someone's laugh. I'm just kidding. It's Sandra. No, that is my laugh. I'm embarrassed about it. Sorry, that was a character. Sandra? I'm in an improv class. What? Yes. yes. You've been taking improv, Sandra? Yeah, groundlings. And, what? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the flight. Um, I saw, I saw Andrew Santino. What? Yeah, I saw you on the flight. Wow. Uh, Why wouldn't you say anything to me? Because, um, because I'm in love with you, and you're in love with Andrew Santino, Sandra. Hello, it's Sandra's husband, Mike. Oh, you guys flirting with my lady? Not, sir, not at all. Sandra was. Uh, I'm just kidding again. It's Sandra. Sandra. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a good one. That <laughs> Groundlings is really paying yeah, off. It is. It I really, really is. thought you were a man. Yeah, no, no, it's me. It's Sandra. That is paying off. It's only nine thousand a month to do Groundlings, <laughs> by the way, and I think it's worth every dime. Wait, so you uh, have you been using a credit card? Yeah, I have actually. Yeah, and they just increased my um, limit, which is great. Did they yeah. really? It used to be a hundred thousand. Now it's nine million. Is this Goth Mickey? Oh yeah, it is. Hello, good. You sound a little quiet there. Are you okay, buddy? Well, I'm goth Mickey, man. I mean, what do you want from me? Uh, I'm sad. <laughs> okay, you're sad. Sorry. Life isn't worth living. Mickey, don't say that. Minnie hasn't been returning my calls. I've been... I've been... You haven't been cutting yourself again, have I've you? I've been cutting again. No, goth Mickey. I mean, oh, goth darn it. And my, and my hands are so big, it's hard to do a subtle cut. These are pretty deep. <laughs> I don't have the, the finger dexterity that humans do to cut themselves. Okay, Goth Mickey, this is uh, this is kind of uh, this phone call is kind of alarming and ruining my childhood right now. It gets worse, Jeremiah. Don't tell me like Goofy is Goth as well. Goofy's into dominatrix stuff, so he likes to get spit on and <laughs> he likes to get hit. Oh, I just I just got chained up to a mattress and had my taint lit on fire. That sounds expensive. Oh, it was. It wiped out my savings account. Are you? Goofy, you gotta stop hurting yourself like that. Oh, it's rich coming from you, the guy who cuts himself all the time. At least I don't involve other people. At least I saved my money. I'm a decent father. You're spending all your money on getting sodomized. Hey, 
listen, my son Max hasn't talked to me in years. <laughs> Why do you think so? You spent all his college money on getting hit in the face and yelled at in German. Uh, hello, Owen? Is, uh, uh, is that you? Hey, what's up, Jimmy? What, is it, oh, Jeremiah? Uh, it's, Sorry, uh, hey, Jeremiah. It's, it's Jeremiah. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the show, J Jeremiah Ponders. Baby, if you're gonna call into a show, do a little research like Daddy did, okay? It's, it's Jeremiah Wonders. Oh my god, I was in a movie last year called Wonder. Yeah, you think you would know the fucking title? Yeah, I didn't even... Okay. Owen Wilson has this a is fucking crazy. Owen Wilson has a clone brother that's calling in. We have a fourth <laughs> caller. Yes, he's also calling in. Hello. This, oh, is, a, this is a group party at this point. It's baby. a it's a group phone party. It's going down right now. Uh, Owen Wilson's clone. Hello. Wow. Hey. Hey. Uh. Hey, Vince. Hey. Uh. uh other. Other Owen. How are you doing? Yeah. That's other Owen. Wow. God. I, wow. Wow. It's like we're seeing the same, same thing. Wow. Wow, okay, this is getting a little weird. Okay, uh, uh, I don't... I don't it's weird. Yeah, yet. it's weird that the Owens are only communicating with each other and they're not even acknowledging that Vince is even on the line right I now. I mean, I made more money than other Owen ever made. I made more money than actually Owen made. You need you need to calm down right now. Yeah, you know what he needs? He needs some ayahuasca. He needs some ayahuasca. Go down to Peru. Go down to Peru. You know, just step on top of a mountain. You know what I mean? Lick the back of a toad and ride the way. Yeah, just get in there. All right, you, like, you guys sound like you're, you're going through a tough time together, okay? I think that's really cute. You're, you have each other. I, dude, this is really bizarre, man. It's like, so bizarre. I think the Owen Wilsons are starting to be attracted to each other. I've never seen a man this beautiful before. God, so like, beautiful. Wow. Do you want to do, like, some side eight FaceTime right now? Dude, I've always wanted to 69 myself. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Licking yourself while yourself's getting licked. I cannot even. It's another dimension of section. It's like Inception meets Insection. Insection. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes I look into my own eyes and I wonder if that part in The Lion King is actually true. Where Mufasa says, you know, to his son that he's proud of, he's proud of him. Yeah. Wow. 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 Sometimes I, Jeremiah, wonder that myself. <laughs> Hello. It is I, Mr. Thunder. My mother was a goddess, and my father was a deer. Together they formed Mr. Thumbnail. Life lives within all things. The air we breathe, a fairy's wing, the birds, the bats, yes, everything. Here are some fun moments where guests personified various things. We're getting a call from your Scandinavian dildo right now. Is this Jesse Uh, yeah, who's uh, speaking? Yes, this is Trosho. Trosho? Trosha. Trosha. Oh! Hey! How could you forget me already? I'm so sorry. I just, it's been a busy day. I saw that I was your one and only desire. You are. No, you are. It's just been a busy week. I haven't seen you all week. And Why do you keep me in the drawer all the time now? Well, because the dogs get into you sometimes. Why did you let the, the, the dog bite me? And then, <laughs> and, then, and then there's chew marks. I'm not perfect for you anymore. No, you're you're still perfect. I mean, there's a couple dents. It's fine. Like I you're don't like to be a ding-dong, you know. <laughs> 
I like to go smooth. I don't like bumpies. You only have a couple bumpies. I know, but the bumpies are hideous. It's like dildo herpes when a dog bites you on the dildo. What, what, you don't have dildo herpes. It's fine. You, you, you're fine. I just, I, I, I've just, it's not you. I've just been busy. Oh, it's not you. Me, it's, it's you. Oh, it's really. You've just been busy. You know how many other females I've heard this from. Oh, okay. I'm sure a lot. Like, you, have, you have a boyfriend now that you're happy with yeah you don't use me as much as you used to jesse May. i'm so sorry but i mean you're still useful I feel neglected. well you know welcome to my life do not turn this around <laughs> on you jesse May. listen trosha is that even that is Scandinavian <laughs> What's it mean? Uh, I think we have uh, our fact checker actually checking right now to see if uh, Walt uh, is Trisha. Is that an actual Scandinavian name? Uh, yeah, that's uh, absolutely a Scandinavian name. It means vibrations. See, what did I tell you, Jasime? That doesn't even sound. Trisha means vibration. It is so literal. You have no idea. <laughs> you sound like you just woke up from a nap. I think that's just how Walt sounds. Yeah, I mean, this is just how I sound. I don't know why everybody's talking a lot of shit here. You know, I'm just here playing, uh, you know, Warcraft, and you guys are really interrupting me. Wow. Okay, well, Walt seems really busy. Um, so, Troll, Trollashoff. Trollasha. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you've... I am your vibrator. Do you not remember me? You, you can't even remember you're my, my you're name. You're the best vibrator I've ever had. Thank and, you. And I mean that. That's all I needed to hear. The other ones are gone. There's no more other vibrators. That means so much to me that we are finally exclusive. <laughs> we are. I can't believe we are going steady after all of these years. <laughs> we are. I was so scared and cold in the woods whenever I was thrown by your ex-crazy boyfriend. I always thought that no one was going to pick me up and that I was going to shake myself until there was no more battery life left on me. Oh no, a dog is coming. A dog is coming. I've been told I do have the soul of an old black man. Well, it's all right. Man. It's this, okay. Is this my soul? This is your soul. Wow. My, my soul's got a way better voice than I Oh, it's sexy as hell. Oh, yes, man. it is. <laughs> Can you just start talking for me, soul? Yeah. Oh, man. You know who I love? Mike Piazza. I was about to say that. You're my soul. I, figured I know. We all the same man, name. Man, I'll tell man. you what. We wouldn't need Mike Piazza if we just talked like this all the time. Oh, hell no. God damn. I know, man. Just want to cook up some pancakes and 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 Frito-Lays. Oh, Frito-Lays and Frito pancakes, Frito-Lays and pancakes, baby. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love that you cook them, man. You cook uh, your no, Frito-Lays? You cook you, your fr- I oh, bake them, on, man. man. You're my soul. You know yeah. I bake Frito-Lays. Oh, I know how you like those baked goods. It's like yeah. refried Frito-Lays. Frito-Lays, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a specialty in the sickle cell house. Man, that's a, we'll put, a, put a little chili and, and cheddar on oh, top. chili, too. pancakes, Come and Frito-Lays. Come <laughs> that's on. how I like my pancakes. Forget about it. Are you for real? Only my soul would know that. Only I don't even tell anybody that. that shit. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. That is the, one of the Darbo's biggest secrets that we have. I feel like my soul has like a 10-inch dick. It sounds oh, man. easy. It sounds like that kid in middle school and it just grew around. It sounds like my soul grew around that Yeah, day. they call me two-liter. <laughs> Three liters. Come <laughs> three liter, bro. It just says soda on the it side, but soda. it's a three liter. It's one of them Doctor Thunders, you know what I'm saying? Y'all remember Doctor Thunder from Walmart, right? Come on, man. 
I want to live three Give me liters six dicks. liters of Dr. Thunder. <laughs> it's yeah. going to go flat in three minutes. So you better, you better get it while you hey, can. Hey, man, as soon as you pop that open, you got about 30 seconds. Otherwise, there's no carbonation <laughs> at all. I mean, I've named vibrators with girlfriends, like our first ones yeah. that we got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kurt Cobang me. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Orlando Boom. And maybe Clit Eastwood. Jer- Jeremiah? Uh, yeah. Hey, it's... Is this... Clit Eastwood. Is this Beth's vibrator? Yeah, I've actually been trapped underneath her childhood bed for about 17 years. Okay, Oh my God, I didn't know you were still down there. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you sound like your batteries have been drained and they're about to run out. Honestly, that's why I called. I'm hanging by a thread here, and I just really need somebody to help, and I was hoping maybe Beth could call her mom and, like, ask to look for me. Oh, no. No, you're running out of life juice. I can't have my... I'm not going to call my mom and tell her to get you out from under the bed. I can come back around my birthday. Hello, Beth? Yeah? I I heard that you needed something? No, Mom. I don't need anything. In fact, you... Was that your... Was that your vibrator? No, I don't even know what you're talking about, by the way. I never had one of those, and if I did... Okay, well... Yeah, I would never... Hey, Diane... Uh, yeah? I got a little surge of energy here left. I, I just need you to come save me. Oh, it, wait, are you... It's the vibrator. Oh, no. No, Clit, no, don't. No. Shut up. Oh, you have a name yeah. for you? Now you're lying uh, to me, Beth. Di- what happened to my sweet Beth? Diane, walk up the stairs. The bedroom on the right. Lift up the... Okay, see, he died again, so I, I don't know. You're not going to be able to find him, Mom. I don't know what that was about. Honey, I literally had nothing to do with honey, it. Honey, I'm really disappointed <laughs> in you, and I have to I have to go, okay? okay? Wait, who's this? Hey, it's Jeremiah's flashlight. Oh, my gosh. Why are you... Okay, so you're, are you a butt flashlight or just a smoker? Oh, no. I'm a full-on veg. <laughs> oh, my goodness, lady. It's, it is Clint Eastwood. Oh, wow. Clint have, you ever, have you ever talked to a vibrator before? No. This is my first time speaking with a flashlight. Yeah, well, I was thinking, I mean, if you're cool with this, have you ever put a vibrator inside of a flashlight before what are you doing later man what are you doing later man <laughs> yo what up shanks is in the building <laughs> i just escaped prison but i'm back in the big house i guess it's illegal to smuggle a fitbit in your butthole out of costco <laughs> they asked me to do this segment because it's called off the rails here's a small collection anytime the show started to get a little cray cray hit it just get comfy in here, oh, okay? Fuck. Ooh, this feels good. God, that's nice. Is that good for you? That's nice. It's great for me. Check, check, check. Oh, fuck. That's good, right? Fuck. Do you feel that? Fuck, check. Check, fuck, check. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's right. Fuck. Oh, Wait. <laughs> the best found sex. This is the couple who has sex uh, 
via the phone, but they're still in the same room. Hey, honey, uh, you look uh, really good. What are you wearing? Wait, you're okay. I kind of can see. Do you want me to get a sweatshirt <laughs> and sweatpants that have stains on them? Is that my coffee stain that's or your little, coffee stain? No, that's some poop. What? Yeah, I had an accident. Oh, that's hot. I accidentally pooped on your clothes. Oh, shut your face. I did. <laughs> I did, and I opened my ass. Wait. Yeah. Be more explicit. Here's my question. If you put food in your butt, do you throw up poop? Folks, thanks for coming out tonight. Let's get the show <laughs> Folks, thanks for joining the benefit show tonight. We're uh, super thanks grateful for y'all to the Susan G. Komen benefit. Uh, cancer is everywhere. Especially in Susan. Yeah. And if you put food in your butt... It will possibly be thrown up later. Tonight's first comedian. Tonight's first comedian. Yeah, I'm your MC. So here's how it works. <laughs> We're just are. getting started over here, Jeremiah. I wonder. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna. Ooh, it's gonna. Let's give it up for uh, Miller Highlight, the champagne of beers. Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. <laughs> That's great. All right, first off, are you sponsored by them? Do they, do, every time you say Miller High Life, do, does this like, uh, you know, they're... I am, yeah. It's uh, I used to be a triathlete, and like five years ago, mm -hmm. I've, I was winning some triathlons, and Miller High Life came up to me after a race, and they were like, hey, we want to start sponsoring you. You're great at these triathlons. Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. And then, yeah, I mean, they came up to me after this race. It was just a hell of a race. Um, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the Miller Miller High Life people came up to me, and uh Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Now you might want to be careful just throwing their name out there like that because I think contractually, uh the ad agency by the ad agency you are bound. Uh so legally uh that those people have to follow you around and sing every time you say I know, I mean the uh, company's name. So you might want them to not be so willy nilly with just throwing that around. Otherwise, you know, it might be just like this podcast might just be covered. I know. I mean, it's it's been like, I don't know. Yeah, five years since Miller High Life started sponsoring me. and Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. All right. <laughs> William, how many times do I have to tell you, like, I just told you to maybe not throw their name around like that because these people are annoying me. There's three of them, two women. I think that's, yeah, that's a woman. Two women yeah, and it's one guy it's, over there. Yeah, Janice. Let's give it up for Janice. Janice. Uh, who are the other two? Uh, Patricia and Mike. Janice, Patricia, and Mike. Okay. I, I, I mean... I thought it was weird. I thought it was more of like an entourage thing that you brought over to my place. Yeah. Now but it's the uh, Miller High Life people. Um. <laughs> yeah, they work for uh, Miller High Life. Um. Miller High Life, Miller High Life, the champagne of beer, the champagne of beers. Okay, um, they were really late on that one. I choked the guy out one night in 2000 on the street in Toronto. 
Um, what led to that? It was an accident. It was a. <laughs> it was an. A- he fell into my arms. Accidentally. No, no. Two guys jumped on me. Uh, one guy jumped on my oh. back. One guy jumped on my side. And the guy on my side, I just did this thing, and he ended up in front of me. So I, I put him in a guillotine. Wow. Uh, now the, were they, they? They were trying to jump you. Just, no, this is where the misunderstanding came in. The uh, guy on my back jumped off and ran around. I was like Russell. That's that's me. And then I was like, oh shit. And then I, when I let him go. I didn't realize how long I had choked him out for. And uh, excuse the smell you're about to get. I uh, <laughs> I was wondering what that sound was. <laughs> I farted. I thought you stomped. <laughs> <laughs> I did, out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I literally th- felt like <laughs> the floor <laughs> shake. Was there a tremor? I literally was like, is there an elephant in here? What's ass going on? Ass tremors, again? Ass tremors coming to a theater near you. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is back, but this time the tremors are coming out of his ass. Tremors. I prefer this is my new character, a man that reads Jeremiah. <laughs> I think it needs work. No, you need work, and that's why I'm gonna rape you. Uh, Luis J. Gomez is on the show today. Right, Whitney Cummings, you're next. You want to go? Oh! Billy's bleeding out. Who's the bigger man now? <laughs> Billy drips. I try same, to be organized. I have yeah. the same pair of uh, scissors. Shut up. Those blue ones? Shut your face. I, I have something similar to what that is. How are we scissor brothers? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. One. One. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Three. That's so ridiculous. I we mean, could have easily been male cheerleaders <laughs> together. Because <laughs> I don't remember the first time. It looks different yeah. now. Yeah. But you don't have to, like, yeah, just at least keep a little distance this time. You don't have to get that close. You can actually do it right there. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Dude, you know, they're not seeing what I'm seeing. There's there's Bush there. <laughs> it's back, baby. Okay, I'm just letting you know. The Bush is back. I gotta show you my I gotta show you Show me your Show me your your situation now. Here we go. And okay. And <laughs> Dude, that's really bushy. All I'm saying is that bitch feminist Stacy better not show up. She has the capability of oh, taking no. over my show. Yes, it's me, feminist Stacy. Ass looking fat, Stacy. Don't you dare come at me or I will meet to your ass faster than you can say caramba. I don't know who this person is. Okay. So uh, what is the last thing you've burgled? Your time. <laughs> Goodbye, cat burglar. But until next time. Goodbye, cat burglar. Goodbye, cat burglar. If you will never know where I shall be prancing. Uh, I know exactly what Jeremiah. His first name's gonna be like, yeah, you know, 
I, I don't know what uh, just happened. Dude, I just blacked out. <laughs> Sweetie, I have the, Adam and I have the opportunity to have sex with Betty White. Together. Together. It's the only way she wants it. Um, what are you asking? Can, Can we, do, we it? do it? <laughs> Please. Please. And that's the trailer. Yeah, right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. What happens when two old friends meet up from college? Adam, you look terrible. <laughs> I know. I buy chairs that people come in now. Wait, what? And finally get to go to a party that they never got invited to. Remember when Darren wouldn't invite us to this party? Yeah, totally. And now we're here. We're really showing him. But all of a sudden, an unexpected party guest shows up that they've always been wanting to fuck. Oh, hey, boys, it's Betty White. Is that Betty White? I think she just said, hey, boys, <laughs> it's Betty White. But why would she say her own name? I don't know. And is she wearing a motorcycle helmet? Dude, is she wearing a thong? Is she wearing a fuck me shirt? Does she have a tramp stamp on her lower back that says ins and outs welcomes? Half of the movie, the boys spend trying to decide if what she's wearing is what she's actually wearing until she takes it all off. Is she wearing a kimono underneath <laughs> all of the things that she just took off? Yeah, that's right, I am. And follow me upstairs if you want to see what this, what this. Cut, Betty, uh, it's follow me upstairs if you want to see where this kimono leads to. Are we still filming the trailer? The boys follow Betty upstairs to see what that kimono leads to. The electric. Sorry, that was my, my The electric butt. lift, wait. Oh, I thought I farted. <laughs> it sounds like you're flatlining when, <laughs> when you fart, Betty. Yes. My body's falling apart. I don't know what's going on. By the way, who's this other lady talking next to you? It's my inner monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White stars in Hall Pass 2. Eiffel Tower. Duh. Get over here. <laughs> I actually think. I mean, seriously, this is what Scorpion's voice sounds like. I mean, seriously, get over <laughs> Welcome back to Codependent Scorpion. You know what was really hard for me the other mm, day? Mm. I called my brother. Oh, Scorpo. Sub-Zero. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes my freezer stops working. Oh, I have a bad fridge connection. There's a bad line. I, that happens. That's right? a real thing. My Brita filter gets clogged. Uh -huh. I can't get pure ice from my yeah, freezer. Yeah, but you need ice. I need ice. And you know, I call my brother... He doesn't respond. I, I send him a voicemail. I send him a text. You know what I say? I say, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero, can you please? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some advice, okay? Okay. I think it's important that you end that relationship with, with Sub. You think so? Yeah, I think you need to call that relationship over i think you need to think of sub-zero and finish him what <laughs> you need to go like sub-zero i'm thinking about you and now i'm gonna finish him <laughs> because that relationship is toxic and it is draining your vital life force so you need to don't say get no, over here you need to say sub-zero finish but what if there's retaliation <laughs> 
<laughs> what happens then? What happens then? And then there's a family. There's family fighting. And you know what that leads to? Annihilation. <laughs> nice to see you're still here. I hope you're enjoying yourself as much as we did putting this together for you. Here's a few personal stories from myself and others that are worth taking another look at. Unbeknownst to Mike Piazza, if he's watching, um, got me anal sex. I was seeing this girl at the time. She had heard him on Stern, and she said, I don't like Mike Piazza. He sounds like a chauvinist. And I go, well, you know what? He's going to hit a home run this at bat. She's like, there's no way. If he hits a home run, I'll have anal sex with you. And I was like, done. And he got up to the fucking plate, and... He hit that fucking thing, and I stood up. I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, oh, my God. Boom. Fucking home run, dude. I was going nuts. Mike Piazza. One of the best men ever. Yeah. Love you, Piazza. Gotta love my Mike Piazza. Great Italian-American. Hit me with one of those. The great Italian-American. That's exactly how I heard it in my head. I didn't realize, and we'll see if they keep it, but um, I did a, I did a mangina on the season finale of Roast Battle Season 3, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that... When did you do that? Huh? Oh, that's right, because you stood up on that thing, and then you... Oh, yeah, and then... Oh, we'll the see if was in back of you. We'll, we'll see if they keep it, but... Yeah, I didn't realize that my penis and balls were po- poking out <laughs> the back. Where do you think they went? Well, I thought that my shorts were high enough... Up, like so, my butt was just hanging out, but like you could see everything out the back. And uh, there's a lot of girls that were right behind us that freaked out during the tape. What if he started peeing? Too. Peeing backwards? I'm like, well, man, this bit is crazy. <laughs> I get people nonstop that that tell me I either look like a, a friend of theirs or they're called roommate. Uh, I think a lot of people might have had this haircut in college, and uh, I just stuck with it, you know? Interesting. <laughs> but I get it all the time. But I'm like, okay, show me a picture. <laughs> I always am like, show me a picture. I want to see what and this And they're the like. ugliest person they're on earth. Disgusting. <laughs> I know. They're so, like, not not once has anybody ever shown me somebody that I'm like, this, oh, this is a good-looking man right here. Totally. Like, it's always somebody just, just like, like, has, like, been living like under bong water dude i know it's like oh dave i found your doppelganger and it's just like a pile of shit wearing a <laughs> monocle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that isn't even full glasses yeah uh it's literally dude, just a piece dude, of I, glass i have two lenses come on <laughs> yeah. it's like a broken mirror with someone pissing on it <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, dude dave that looks exactly this is my like dad you, he looks just <laughs> like you <laughs> one of my favorite things about jeremiah is it's like you you just you're when we do the finale of the show, you just end up always getting up from the goddamn comedy gym, which is I bring all the comics back on stage. We do one final song and you always have the best picture with the most famous people from the show. (laughs) And it's like, I mean, there are, there are, there are pictures in the, in the history, which you've probably done 40 or 50 shows 
that you've it looks like you like a lot of the time sometimes you're moving so fast into the picture that it's like your your neck's a little blurry because you're just like get like with this picture going on over here get over here kevin nealon come here kevin nealon let's sing matt get over there we have this ongoing joke of that that i get right next to what josh says is the most famous person on stage for the for the photo and i and i make eye contact and i like am posing and and i'm like uh, our our photographer of the goddamn comedy jam is matt masisco who also took my wedding photos check out his stuff he's the best he's the best he's he's taking all those photos and so like i like <laughs> josh has his riff where like like i'm next to louis ck or sarah silverman or or whoever's like hannibal burris whoever's on the show that night and i and i lock eyes with him i'm like Miss Cisco, take the photo now. <laughs> We're singing like la, 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 la. Oh, la, shit. La, la, la. There's Louis hey, C.K. about to take a picture by himself. Coming to run over this. Hey, Louis C.K., get over here. Get putting my arm around your neck. Put your goddamn arm around my neck. Wait, who is this creeper that's going on next to me? Shut the fuck up, dude. I'm Louis C.K. What is this gangly, spangly saxophone player dude coming at me? I'm Jeremiah Watkins. You may not know me now, but everybody is sooning. So get the fuck over here for this picture. I guess I'll smile and give this guy the mic to sing into. No, we share it. Wait, what? We're sharing the mic. Mrs. Take the picture. Make sure the lighting's good. And make sure your exposure is fully open. What kind of aperture is he using right now? Shut up, Louie. Can I get a copy of this photo? If you share it, goddammit, you don't have a gram. Oh, wait, I'm not gonna tag you in it. I might just post it, though. My bad. You fucking asshole. That's but then I'll screenshot it, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll retweet it. You got it, dude. Just get away from me after this photo is taken. Nope, we got Nicole Bissett taking photos over there. Wait, how many angles is this taking? Just two, but I like to go back and forth over and over until I get the perfect picture. Damn, that was fun. And that's the story of how Louis C.K. and I became best friends. Ralphie May, God bless his soul. Ralphie would call into radio stations that I was on and just call it back. Hey, man. He's like, hey. like, Ralph, are you in town? No, uh, I'm in Seattle, but I just got to tell you this one time. Brad Williams, he got some dick. He's a dick slinger. <laughs> and he would just tell these stories. As a part oh, my of. God. You seen Brad's cock? <laughs> he got, he's got a horse cock, man. Oh, my God. He, he wouldn't be plugging anything. And then... <laughs> And then I then I would get laid that weekend because people would of be... Of course, they'd hear it on the local radio. Right. And oh, my God. It's, it's a carnival act. Have you yeah. seen this thing? <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm like, yeah, I got a big dick. Like, no one's going to be like, it's like oh, yeah, okay. I bet, I bet he has a Sure, dude. Yeah, no one. But no if somebody's going that. out of their way calling from another city, oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, it's madness. So, yeah, uh, Ralphie was a 
great wingman. Wow, really? Feminist Stacy here, and I'm shocked that I was asked to introduce the wig segment. Oh, a man couldn't do this one? Let's get some female energy on the show. We have to fill our quota. Ugh, disgusting. Anyway, here are some great moments from a new listener favorite segment, Wig. I want to do a new segment with you I've never done before. Okay. I, I wanted to try it with you. I think we'll have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Okay. This is a new segment that I like to call Wig. I already love this segment so much and we've never done it before. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I did make the Forbes uh, 30 under 30 this year. And uh, yeah, so I can afford to go to places like Burning Man. Oh and my stuff God. Like that. I've and always I, wanted to go to Burning Man. Oh, you did? I've always wanted to go. I've well, never been. You've ever, have your, well, do you want to, I bet you didn't even know they've got sweets at Burning Man. I didn't know, that, I didn't know anything about Burning Man. The closest I've been to Burning Man is that one time I went on this date and then I woke up and I was in the desert. Have you ever uh, sucked a SoundCloud rapper's dick before? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? <sighs> What's that noise? How do you make the noise thing on Bumble? Uh, we matched. Uh, we met. We matched. Yeah. Yeah. You picked, you, uh, you, I really like your hair. You picked it. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You picked this beef. Yeah. What? You, sorry. Uh, I'm vegan. Oh, uh, you picked this cashew. Oh yeah, yeah. I love I freaking love cashew cheese. Yeah. Yeah, it's like kind of my are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna milk you later and it's make some cashew milk out of I don't you're gonna milk your me? Tits, yeah. Well hey, um Oh I'm, sorry. I mean I don't mean to if I do sleep with you, you're mm -hmm. my boyfriend straight up. Okay, yeah. Are you open to that? Yeah, of course. Commitment. Okay, cool. No, I'm saying full commitment. You have to give me your uh, PIN code and stuff to your ATM before we do the deed so that if you decide that you've lost interest, I have some financial uh, Security? Capability. Yeah, that capability. That sounds like you're holding a lot over my head right now. Well, I'm about to put a lot over your face right now. Whoa, okay, I'm in. You're in. My digits are 5134. Okay, 5134. That's my PIN code to what my debit bank? card. Chase. That's his real pin code, folks. So if anybody wants to rob Jeremiah Watkins, feel free. <laughs> this looks weirdly natural. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I can see it, you know? Oh, the hat. There you go. <laughs> it went from it went from girl to like 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 super surfer bro, Jay and like Silent real quick. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Oh dude. <laughs> Hey, um, uh, hey, dude. hey, what's going on, dude? Bronson? I don't know what's happening right now. I'm getting like super oh, emotional, no. dude. No, you are right. I, I think I'm questioning whether or not like this is really me as a person because like okay. I, I sometimes struggle with identity because like since I don't have a personality, sometimes I just associate weed for my entire life and then people just kind of write me off as a pothead and they start even getting me, dude. Bryson, you're so much more than a pothead, dude. I mean, you, you, you have a... Uh, what do you know about me? Like, seriously, uh, Laramie, like, can you name three things about me that aren't associated with weed or hacky sack or munchies, bro? Uh, well, uh, I mean... I've seen you serve. That's maybe. Dude, that's still, I can barely I, serve, and that's still in the Venn diagram of smoking weed, man. Uh, you had, uh, what was the other thing? You had, uh, you had those weed, 
Oh, those were weed brownies you were selling. Dude, Shit. yeah, man. It's, can you name three things about me, yeah. dude? I'm having oh, yeah. a freaking... Okay. I'm having a quarter-life crisis right chill. now. Like, just everything's chill. coming down on me right now, man. Just chill. Okay, uh, you, uh, you, you, have, uh, you have sandals on, so that's... This isn't even my real voice, man. No. This isn't. What? Yeah. What's your voice? <laughs> Hello. No. This is this no. is what I actually sound like. No. How's everybody doing tonight? Huh? What did the rodent say when he was asked his name on a walkie-talkie? Go for Tommy. Go for Tommy because he's on a walkie-talkie and it's like, come on, what are we doing? That's my time. I'm Zippy. Just kidding. I'm here with you folks all night long. Your next segment coming to the stage is silly riffs and things inspired from fanning out. Give it up. Come on. Come on. I've never seen The Godfather. So since you've never seen the movie, let's act out the movie to what you think it is. What do you, what do you want? Um, uh, look, Tony, or, or Baloney, or whatever. Uh, yes, my name's Tony Baloney. Yeah, I could probably tell. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, you probably want, um, money and, okay, yeah. and, and pasta. <laughs> Get me my money and my pasta. Okay, and you probably want a tracksuit. <laughs> this is literally on my list. <laughs> money, tracksuit, and pasta. Okay, and uh, you're the father of God, which I thought God was like the top guy. So no, I'm the top guy. So yeah, so you're you're you gave you and some other woman had gave birth to God. Right? That's the lineage? That is what Red Band thinks <laughs> is the Godfather movie. Mr. Tenders. Hey, I'm just here to tell you the, the truth about sex ed. Mr. Tenders, I'm 15 years old. I don't think I should be having kids. Oh, come on. By, by your parents' age, by the time you were 13, you both have two, three children. 15-year-old, you have a kid, everything's just fine. Trust me. Mr. Tenders, I thought that you were going to be promoting safe sex today. No, it don't feel as good. Without it, without the condom, it feels better? Oh, if it, uh, the condom, it, what is a condom but telling your loved one that you don't trust them? Really? Do you want the girl to think that you don't believe that she's the only one for you? You want her to believe that she isn't worth your time, your full penis? Well, I guess not. Then you gotta get raw every time. Every time? Every time. <laughs> But what if, but but what if um she's on like uh, an ovulation cycle? I don't know what that means. But you're the sex ed teacher. I understand that. That's not that have anything to do with sex. It doesn't. Not that I'm aware of. If you're ovulating, that sounds like something to do with. I don't. I no. That's nothing I've ever heard of. Mr. Tenders, what college did you go to? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> What do you want? I just see these three flavors, this vanilla. Here's what these are. America, red, white, and blue. Those are the three goddamn flavors. Okay. okay. How old are you? I'm four. You're four years old? I'm four years old. Are you married? No, I don't. I, I'm four. Are you racially aware? I'm, I, I, there's a war coming. There's a war coming? There's a war coming. I'm four. Between people that sell three nice, wholesome flavors of ice cream, and then 31 flavors from 31 different countries. My parents gave me $5. What does that get me here? Well, it could get you a gun. 
You have guns for sale You're here? gonna need guns when it all starts to fall apart, my friend. Okay, I'll take one gun and one scoop of red, white, and blue, please. That sounds good. Stick with your own. Thanks for coming. God, I love selling ice cream. It's so goddamn wholesome. At Ted underscore Trembly on Twitter. Film noir scene, damsel in distress, and the private eye with an IQ of 80. Yes, send her right in, Dorothy. Excuse me, is this where you handle murder? Um, what do you mean by murder? Well, it hasn't happened yet, but if you met my husband, you wouldn't blame me for planning his. Oh, you're married. Unfortunately. Oh. But not for long. Oh. Okay. So you want me to kill a guy? You want me to kill a guy? So you're coming to me with this murder theory. And I'm guessing the killer could be me if you pay me enough money. Is that right? I would never say it that bluntly. I'm a lady. But I'm glad you got there on your own. Wow. I'm here on my own and you're a lady. This is nice. It's good to be here. What did you come in for again? The company is overwhelmingly nice. Dorothy, close the door! So, I'm sorry. Um, I think I'm a little confused as to why you're here exactly. Other than you want me to kill somebody, is that right? I can, I'm an officer of the law. Well, I'm not really an officer, I'm a detective. I'm a private eye. Does anyone else work here by any chance? Just Dorothy! <laughs> That's the only person who works here. Now, if you have a problem, take it up with me. What's your problem, miss? You said you have a husband, but he might go missing. Is that right? I'm a little worried about your inability to remember what I've just told you. Hi, I'm Chet. What's your name? How is your personality in black Dorothy, and white? Dorothy! I said send her... Oh, hello. Hi. You already... How did you... How did you... Dorothy, we're going to have to install a security system around here. This damsel just walked in willy-nilly out of here. I'm beginning to think Dorothy's been dead for years. She hasn't responded once to me. Oh. Yep. It's just a paper plate that I drew on earlier. I don't have a secretary at all. Huh. I didn't want to be the one that told you. So wait. Did you kill Dorothy? Is that why you're here? I think Dorothy put herself out of her misery. Oh, I guess I'm not the best company. Huh. Well, I guess... Also, this building's been condemned Wait. for a while. Is this not a real office space? I've been coming here for years. I swear. I swear I'm not homeless. I swear I'm a private eye. I swear I have my name in the yellow pages, and I swear one day I'll solve your mystery. <laughs> That was that just turned into a woman asking a homeless guy to kill her husband. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That, that became much darker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some girls just want to be wine, dine, and spoiled. Other girls want to make a big ruckus about famous, powerful men touching them inappropriately. And to them, I say, you know what? You do you, girl. <laughs> you do you. It's like, it's all their fault, too. It's Seriously. Like, like, okay, so that thing happened. Okay, so you had some issues in your career, and it is his fault. But, like, girl, like, it's on you. It's on you. Pick That's your, on you. That's on you, first off. Pick your, Shush. Pick yourself up by the braids and get back to it, sister. Yeah, it's on. It's your fault, A, and B, it's on you. Yeah. 
to who would even allow that to happen i don't know not me because that's on you that's on you <laughs> hashtag that's on you okay? like some girls get into like really severe car accidents and like and they didn't do anything but it's still like on them it's still on them because it's like come you on you should have known you should have known that's hold on your, you it's like hey sheila hold yourself accountable for once in your life okay that's on, on you. you. Yeah. Sometimes like, uh, you know, you miss a bus and like you're wondering, oh, um, like, I'm a victim. I'm a victim because I, you know, it should have come like five minutes earlier. It is actually five minutes ahead of schedule. Well, guess what? That's, That's on, on you. you. OK, so think about that. Tracy. Oh, I didn't get into the college that I wanted to. My, on you. That's on you. Okay. Like seriously. Like, <laughs> like, oh, my nails just magically didn't do themselves, and they're chipped and they're gross, and uh, I haven't been to get a mani pedi in a long time. Well, guess what? That's on you. That's on you. That's on you. That's on you. <laughs> Barry, wow, uh, Barry from Barry's Boot Camp. Jay's been like just raving about Barry's Boot Camp, man. Hey, Barry, really big fan. Shut up, you pussy. Whoa, that's the way you talk to people in your classes? Barry's Boot Camp, you come to fucking drop weight or you don't come at all. Do you have like a, like a friend maybe that you can refer me to? Oh, just come on over. It's, it's very different and chill than Barry's for sure. Sally, let me tell you something. You, I, I'm not referring any more business to you. Listen up, you bitch. You better keep referring me or I'm going to cut your dick off. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I'm, I'm taking my inner chi and I'm going to squat on your face and take a dump. Oh! Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. It's your friend and familiar neighbor, the milkman. I hope your mother's doing well. Beautiful woman. With all the bad in the world, there needs to be balance. That's where the kindness challenge comes into play. Every week, the listeners are encouraged to do something nice for someone. It can be a stranger, someone you know, something big or something little. It doesn't matter as long as you're contributing something positive to society. Here are a few short examples of the kindness challenge. Because what goes better with cookies and milk than kindness? I really help the elderly a lot because I live in, in downtown and there's a lot of, you know, women that carry a lot of bags yeah. and stuff. And so, you know, and there's all these crosswalks. It's the cliche. I help old ladies across the crosswalks. Yeah. I, I actually carry their stuff. That's so sweet. And just something simple. I hold the door open for a lot of people, including men. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> something simple. That's that's a daily thing I do is I always hold the door open for people. I help people carry stuff. And I think one of the biggest acts of kindness you can do for someone is ask them or tell them have a great day or say good morning to someone because there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot of homeless in downtown. I don't newsflash. There's a lot of homeless in downtown. Yeah, a lot. I, I, I talk to the homeless. I say, good morning. How's your day? Little things like that. And just the fact that someone sees them and humanizes them again, it's yeah, like that little dignity that they they've lost. Because a lot of times with, with the homeless population, a lot of people, uh, kind of, you know, they treat them like they're invisible, Yeah, which I mean, We've all been guilty of it at some point, Absolutely. but it's, it's one of those things where, where when it makes sense, where you can make a small connection with a mm -hmm. person like that is like, it goes a long way and they can completely 
you can see the smile on their face light up like, oh, somebody's like acknowledging me as a human being. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's just those little gestures to restore our own humanity just mm-hmm. as the person doing it and for them as well to like, hey, you're not alone out there. Yeah. So, you know, and um, I just uh, donated a bunch of uh, clothing to the hospital because by me is a county hospital. Mm-hmm. So people come in and they don't have anything but the clothes on their back. So when they're discharged, they have nice clothes to wear. So we gave suits and nice dresses and stuff for them to actually go and like go to job interviews and stuff. Instead That's of, so nice. Yeah. So it's little things. How does a little old lady struggling to figure out the gas pump? <laughs> I noticed she was having problems. So I walked over and offered some help. She explained she had no idea what to do. So I walked her through the process, then pumped her gas. She was very thankful, and we both went our separate ways. I I know this isn't a huge act of kindness, but it did feel good to help her out. All right. Thanks, Mike. He helped. He helped an old lady pump gas. She's she she got to the the gas. She's like, how do you? do anything <laughs> yeah. how do you how do you how do you pump this and he's like i'm here for you but let me tell you can i talk straight to mike mike uh, if that's your uh, act of kindness you gotta you gotta really think about your life my friend because <laughs> uh, that's your example of being kind after your 75 years of life that's your act of kindness <laughs> You're a bad, bad human being, my friend. <gasps> think about it, okay? <laughs> That's your act. Maybe you should think about your life a little more. <laughs> I'm sorry. A lot of us have too much stuff. So I have a general life rule. If someone in my house, within, within reason, says they like something, they can have it. <laughs> I don't tell them that, but if they're like, I love... Wow, this is so cool. It's theirs. Wow. Without a doubt. Hmm. A friend of mine had a stain on his shirt and he put on one of my shirts and he was like, I love this shirt. And I was like, abracadabra, that's your shirt, dude. I, I, it's, it's a cliche, but I'm 40 now. You really do get way more pleasure out of it. And I want to get rid of stuff. So I had an Xbox Mm-hmm. 360 I hadn't played in a long what time. What was her name? Hey, Ooh, ah, my ah, Xbox. My Xbox. Uh, Xbox Live. Like I'm looking for a riff here. Come on. Hey, I'm looking for a riff. <laughs> hey, I'm <laughs> something about a wireless case. I'll do this riff. I'll do it. Something about whatever we had to break up because whatever we fucked, I was Microsoft. Not bad. Not bad at we all. We got it. We got, we got it. It's, oh, we got it. It's, 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 it's a little guy. It's a sunfish. It's a perch. It's we got to throw it back. We got to throw it back. Microsoft. Bye. Bye. Let us know when you're big enough to be on stage. 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 By the way, I'm not lying about this. This was a theme on my show one time. It wasn't a segment that we did, but I, in my act, I talk about um, a random act of kindness because I really did this at one point. He's making it about himself. Hold on. It's true. No, no, no. But it fits right up my alley. Really? So I, 100%. I, I have a joke on my special about uh, performing an act of kindness for a guy. Specifically oh, wow. after uh, it was the whole theme in my life for a little while. I was trying to use positive energy to change the world. If we all just did a little something every day, Jeremiah. Well, okay. You're taking the words right out of my I mouth. Know. So what's something recently that you would, you know, constitute as an act of kindness that you've done recently? I jerked off into the toilet this morning. Instead of raping Instead me. Of, oh hold on. Raping her back. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think um, on a regular basis, obviously, like I'm working with people in uh, in recovery, but, but then uh, on top of that, 
my wife and I, we, you know, we do nice things for each other as well on a daily basis and, and kind of those things where you're, you're sneaking like, I know she needed something. So I got it and went yeah. and, or, and bought it and organized and do that stuff. But then, uh, my neighbors, I was thinking about this. So my neighbors, uh, they, they went away for a few days, uh, at the end of last week and they, you know, the, the one girl, it's a married couple as well. She, she texts me, Hey, do you think you could take care of our cat while we're gone? So I'm like, yeah, sure, sure. No problem. But, um, what really isn't discussed between any of us is they, they have the meanest cat in the world. <laughs> so, so, so like when I go over there to, to feed the cat and clean the shit of this cat, I, I like you, you basically open the door, somersault your way into the kitchen, try to not get attacked, put the food in the thing, like hurry it up, hurry it up. And the whole time it's like, you know, it's like, it's crazy. Like it's full blown swatting at you and hissing at you. And then I'm like over there scooping the shit and piss out of the, out of the litter. I'm helping you I'm out. Like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> It's just like, you know, I'm like, I'm being kind, you know, and I'm trying to do this for you. This is how I'm rewarded. <laughs> so, yeah, so I take care of this snotty little cat, um, you know, even though. Uh, the conditions are yeah, optimal. Yeah, it's not this nice furry little, it's not Kiki for any, yeah, for any yeah, stretch yeah. of the matter. That, that cat was like the nicest cat in the world. It was so mellow. This cat is trying to kill me every time I walk into their place. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that definitely. <laughs> qualifies uh email your letters into jeremiah wonders at gmail.com uh and i will read them on the show and don't feel like some people are like i feel weird sending in these letters i feel like i'm being bra like i'm bragging about being kind but the amount of positive response when i go out on the road and people tell me in person how much that these letters mean to them it's it's awesome Hello, my name is Aubrey. Yeah, yes, I am a man. I have been an assistant manager at Starbucks for the last 13 years. Should I have been promoted by now? Um, that's besides the point. Music is really the only thing that calms me when I'm riled up thinking about how I'm not allowed to see my children anymore. So, pretty much Enya is the only thing that will do the trick these days. Anywho, let's watch some singing and some good music that was created on the show throughout the episodes. You know what they say at Starbucks, turn that yawn upside down, listen to manual, I guess. You know what, we gotta hit that hot sh right here. I like, I like when they do the radio edits. You know we gonna hit that hot sh right here. That hot You know I be f***ing all these girls. You know I'm up, up in her face. You know I'm gonna all over her back. Shout out to that she giving me and she licking my she doing the <laughs> licking my licking my sticking in my while she's working her booty while she dropping down on the low on my hole <laughs> what blank is that what what blank is that man don't worry about it Shawty be sucking on my arm, and then she be licking on my arm. She be rubbing on my Licking on my arm, and then on my arm. And juggling my I put a pistol in her head, and she said, Then I said, spread it Spread it like this, and I spread it like that. You drop it down low, and you drop it real fast. Drop it, drop it on it, on the mother door. Yeah. Shorty dropped up on the and she made me. <laughs> Shorty made me in my pants. 
What I want to know is, so Tibby knew that they 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 study abroad, but mm-hmm. how does the lion travel? Is that airfare? Is that a boat? Well, um, I know how they sleep. Lions? Mm-hmm. How do they sleep? In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Boom, boom, boom. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we- Hush, my darling, don't fret, my darling. The lion sleeps tonight. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Best song break I've ever done on a podcast. Heck yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Going down a country road, looking for holes, and I find one. She don't have a family. She says, can you help me and I go? Country song, <laughs> dude. That was phenomenal. <laughs> that was, dude. That's that's the new Old Town Road right there. I've been hearing you practice your music, though. Do you have any new songs? Yeah, I do. Do you do you want to give me an example of any of the new songs? I'm a little bit nervous. I never play in front of anybody. I know, but but I just play in the basement, okay? With your crow. Yeah, with my pet crow. Yeah. And guess what? He's learning how to talk. And guess what? His first words were. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. All right. Oh, why? Oh, why do I cry? 
Do I cry? Why do I cry? Because my dad, he's still alive. He's still alive. That's why I cry. Because my dad, he's still alive. Still alive. I sit in the basement with my pet crow. The less you know about me, the better I feel. I mean, I'll allow what's happening right now. I'm trying to be involved in your music, you know? Okay, fine. You always ask me to be involved, so I thought I'd come in and and help you with a little backup. Okay, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was... I kind of liked it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we could you know do do it together. I mean, do you, do you want to take this next verse? Sure. Okay. Okay. My son, he lives in the basement with his crow, and he doesn't think that we upstairs that we know but he's downstairs most of the day listening to Avril Lavigne tracks with his pants off what? we have a couple cameras down there bud wait what? what? yeah that's where we keep oh no 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 (laughs) no 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 I've been spied on for my entire life I don't know if I'll ever get a life outside my basement, outside my crow, because you don't know who I am. You're an Avril Lavigne fan, plays the guitar, sings the sax, you plays don't with his band. Know who I am. He likes to wear his hoodie and tuck his hair in tight. He has black hair, he closes his at night, and he dreams of death. Dreams of darkness. He dreams of a different time alive. He likes to go outside only at night, and he lets that crow swing around the backyard. Moo! I'm a bison. If you don't understand the long-running bison joke that started on Jeremiah Wonders and crossed over to Kill Tony and is now actually a T-shirt available at JeremiahWatkins.com, then here you go. The origin and history of the bison joke with Tony Hinchcliffe. Tony saw a cow earlier. He's like, that's a bison. We're like, that's a brown cow, bro. It was definitely a cow, dude. What I was even talking about. When you guys, you guys it don't was see cow. things that I see. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like sixth sense. I see bisons where other people don't. No, it was a bison, and then when I said, hey, look, bisons, then it was cows, and you guys were like, those are cows. There was one part where I saw bisons, and then there was horses, and they were like, no, those are horses. And they look at the horse, and I go, what a beautiful bison. <laughs> My ocular nerve works at a higher level than the rest of you. It actually does. I actually have, I actually have really good eyesight. Well, you have to have good eyesight to be a pilot, so it works out. <laughs> That's right. That's true. <laughs> what? Oh, <God>. what? <laughs> Red Man, stop watching cams in the back seat. Okay, Tony's bitter about the last episode. Let's get into it. Wanna know why? Yeah, I have I'll a feeling. Like. Yeah, I'm sure. gonna tell. I'm gonna get right into he it. You can't wait. Okay, I did a little research since the last roadcast. Okay. 
because everybody wanted to make <laughs> jokes. All right. And then you want to know what I typed in to Google? I typed in map of where bisons exist in the United States of America. So you did some research. Yeah. Yeah, I did because I was thinking to myself, how could I see a bison? And then you guys kept making jokes after that. Like the second time I thought I saw a bison, it it was a cow. And you guys are like, "What? That's not a that's not a bison. That's a cow, you idiot!" Right? And then everybody wanted to make jokes again and again. Hey, is that a bison? Oh, is that a bison? Oh, it's a telephone pole, but is that a bison? And so I looked up. I looked up. Where do bisons exist? And guess what? There's really only basically really one spot in all of America where bisons, aka the American buffalo, exists. If he dropped the scientific name right now, he's like, yes, buffalo sentatus. Because <laughs> you've researched so much. I have. And it just so happens to be, and you, you guys might have trouble digesting this fucking information because it's a fact. And I know you guys like to play around in Wonderland over there, right? But it just so happens to be that we were on a drive from Salt Lake City to Boise, Idaho, right? Yeah. And guess where bisons exist? And let me remind you, before I even say, which you already know the answer, but let me remind you, I'm from Ohio where cows are everywhere. All right. And that's just the women. No, I'm kidding. But there, no, there's cows everywhere. OK, I know what a fucking cow looks like. All right. I'm not from Wisdells, Wisconsin. OK, I know what cows look like. Wisdells are just okay. cows. Yes. Wow. All right. Bisons only exist in America between get ready for your mind to be blown. Salt Lake City and Boise, Idaho. Smack dab. Right in the middle. Okay. And a little bit north of there as well in the Yellowstone area. But literally, I looked at a map. I matched it up. I looked at the <laughs> freeway that we were on, and there's bison along that freeway. <laughs> Sounds like a bison serial killer with the red string, and you're tracing it around the area on the map. I have index cards all over my okay. walls right now. So you have a lot of knowledge. I, I, I would like to maybe just play a sound of, a, of an animal. You tell me of whether <laughs> where that sound comes. It's a cow. I'll already I'll guess right now it's a cow. <laughs> that, was, that was Brian's butt. Did Brian really just... He just Brian perfectly died. <laughs> Oh my god. I didn't read that perfectly timed. That was when Joel said, You tell me this. Tony, you didn't see Red Man popped up his hoodie, smiled, and then went back to sleep. I think he also tilted his cheek like my way. Oh, dude, I'm crying. Ugh. Red Man just completely laid me out. Oh, my goodness. Wow, what a smart sense of humor you have, Jeremiah. <laughs> dude, smarter than thinking. Funny's funny, dude. A cow is a bison. 
Dude, you going off the rails at the top of the podcast is going to make it so much worse than that. Like, and another thing. You think I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here? Have you ever seen me on movie fights? I know how to work the crap. Uh, about 30 minutes of, of uh, bison. Uh, that, uh, it ain't no bison out here. What are you talking about? Bison. bison. Do you know where bison do exist, David? Just out of curiosity. Probably in Nebraska. You're pretty close. In the Midwest. Uh, yeah. It ain't, it ain't. It's actually directly between Salt Lake City <laughs> and uh, fucking, um, where was it? Uh, I don't know. Where was that? I know where it is, but. I have no idea. Oh, Boise? Something like that. This, Wherever this some we joke. went some joke. after Salt Lake City. Yeah, I once saw a bison. And then, and then I saw some cows. And then I saw more bison. And then I saw what appeared to be bison again, but were cows. And I go, it's crazy that I'm seeing bison out here. And they looked and saw cows. And they're like, oh, it's cows. I said, that's a brown cow, bro. That's, Y'all know what Neil got sure. It's time to start wrapping up this party. And there's only one way to do it. Guests share a story of a sexual encounter while I play some sweet, sweet sax underneath. Enjoy some never-before-seen footage of Wee Man Sax Talk before there was even video recording of the podcast. Then we'll roll into the funny, the terrifying, and straight-up crude. This is a Jeremiah Wonder staple. Enjoy the final segment of this special, Sax Talk. Let's get naked. And, I, and I'm like, hell yeah. So we get naked, we're messing around, we're doing all kinds of things. Uh, and I turn around and I say, let's do it doggy style. <laughs> we're doing it doggy style, we have fun, we go through our whole thing. We lay down, we're doing the, we're doing the, we're doing the after sex cuddle. And she looks to me and goes, Wow, stand up doggy style. That was amazing. <laughs> only only my girl's dog, Olive, is really crazy about cum. <laughs> and uh it was just kind of weird because like I you know, before my vasectomy, of course, you know, I'd like I I I dumped the load on my girl, like on her back, <laughs> you know, on her butt. Like uh, on my tummy, like where, where, wherever it, it might land, I would have just taken off my boxer shorts, and so I grab the boxer shorts and I, I wipe up the the load, I scoop it up, you know, totally unintentionally. Like from when I throw it on the floor, we noticed my girlfriend's dog like going straight to it and just gobbling the cum off <laughs> off of the boxers. Just, gobbling it <laughs> and i was like man uh i was like man like i th think like morally like it's not necessarily right to be feeding my girl's dog my cum you know so i was like <laughs> so i would try to bury the boxers like in in my laundry bag like underneath other but this dog's fucking determined man like there's no that dog's gonna fucking tear up the floorboards <laughs> To get, to get to this fucking cum, you know? 
And so I just stopped trying. <laughs> I stopped trying to keep the fucking come away from the dog. And uh, and and I would like just be like, here you go. <laughs> so, so my girl and I, we both wrapped our head around it. You know, we we, we routinely feed come to the dog. You know. <laughs> And the thing was that the dogs, the more we feed it come, the more it wants come. It's like a fucking... <laughs> and like... So we start even fucking with a little bit of foreplay, and the dog is just automatically on the bed. You know, and it's like a little fucking wiener dog poodle. You know, like... It's, it's, it's got some stumpy-ass legs, and, and there's no keeping it off the fucking bed, you know? You look at it, it's on a mission. So we can't even fuck without the dog, like, you know, like being up there sticking its nose up my ass, you know, like, you know... It's like waiting, waiting for this fucking cum. And, uh, <laughs> and so, like, we started locking the dog out of the bedroom. That's like before we have sex, the dog is locked out of the room. But then... <laughs> right. And, and then after we have sex, then, like, I, I open up the door, I let the dog in, and now I start making the dog do tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Because that dog will do fucking anything when I'm holding that fucking that fucking <laughs> that load in the on the boxers. That dog will fucking like dance around like a fucking ballerina, and, I, <laughs> and that's what I make it do. You know, like. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and today is a fucking terribly sad day because uh, because today marks the time when it is no more fucking jizz for sweet little Olive. <laughs> There ain't going to be nothing to wipe. <laughs> that shit's getting dumped. <laughs> I'm never letting that dog lick me again. <laughs> the thing comes over is like licking my hand. Dude. Okay, so... So when I first came here from the Philippines, I, um, I had to see uh, a doctor for like an achy hip. And when I saw Dr. M for the first time, he did, he said, let me give you a physical. <laughs> so sad. And so I thought, oh, okay, um, you know, he's going to check my hip. He's going to take my blood. He's going to do this. But Dr. M then says, oh, I have to check you down there as well. At which point I said, wow, American doctors are so thorough. My hip just hurts. And but anyways, I said, OK, that took my pants off. <laughs> At which point Dr. M decide, decides that he needs to <clears throat> probe my asshole and and every following doctor visit for the next three years even if it was just for a runny nose he would probe my asshole <laughs> and it wasn't until I talked to my sister and I said hey does he probe your asshole too <laughs> is when she says yeah in fact he 
probes my asshole and my vagina as well. And I ask her, wait, is this is this what he's supposed to do? And she's like, yeah, I think so, because he's just doing a thorough physical. That's what he's telling me. Turns out he was just a sex offender and he wanted to probe teenage asshole. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> I cry about it every night. And that was definitely the least sexy sax talk ever. <laughs> How sad it's, is that? It's very sad. I mean, it's it's. Uh, th this is this is definitely the first sexual assault we've ever uh, had on um, Jeremiah Wonders, and. Uh, yeah, uh, if anybody uh, is listening to this that uh, has something weird going on in the doctor, just tell a parent or or, or, or son, an adult. <laughs> no, but you know what's so weird, Jeremiah, is that, like, I honestly, because I was so new to the country, I just thought that this doctor was, like, fucking doing his job. I was like, whoa, I have pink eye, and he's fucking checking me from the inside. Oh, weird. Because I was just... I was in college, and um, I met a woman through my closest friend in college and we've started sort of long distance dating. We sort of dated almost over AOL IM um, back when that was a thing. And eventually we visited each other and started dating and she was very mentally ill, um, which I didn't think I fully realized um, at the time. And, we were dating for a while and she would drink a lot and just say really fucked up shit to me. I remember one time she was visiting me. Um, I went to school in Nashville, Tennessee. She came down to visit me. And she drank several bottles of Franzia or several boxes of Franzia. And we were having sexual intercourse. And then she went down on me. So much so that I ejaculated. So then I was I felt great and she came up to kiss me right away, which I said yes to, because I think it's unfair to not kiss someone after they go down on you, even though, you know, obviously like, okay, they've just swallowed cum or whatever. So she kisses me, and as she kisses me, she wraps her arms around my neck, and so I can't have air, holds me to her, and opens her mouth, and forces my ejaculate into my mouth, and then clamps down on my neck until I swallow my own ejaculate. So I then swallowed it. I was completely shocked by it. I, I had not said I wanted to do that and was really upset. And I had also had a bunch of wine. Franzia. So then I ran to the bathroom and my first instinct, I don't know what it was, was to vomit. 
all over the bathroom. A combination of Franzia and my cum. And I went back to the room and I was horrified and traumatized. And I looked at her and I said, what the hell was that? And she looked at me in the eyes, unblinking, and she said, every guy should know what that feels like one time. And I've been traumatized ever since. Very intense. And what I will say to people out there is um, people are very, um, men and women are both very delicate creatures. And it's very important to ask that they're okay with what you're going to do before you do them. I recommend it. (laughs) Sorry for how intense that was, but that was a very intense moment. Essentially, she did sexually assault me. One of my favorite sax talks yet. (laughs) Uh, we uh, We had the day off for some reason on a Monday. So it's Sunday night, and me and my friend said, well, what should we do? So we just drove around New Orleans, popping into any any bar we could. I was probably like 16, 17. And some bars are so shitty and divey, they wouldn't card you. So we go in, and we're drunk, and we see this girl, and she's really pretty, but she's like 25 or 16 or 17. And we try to hit on her, and she's like, get away from me. And her mom was there. This is how white trash it was. Her mom was sitting at the bar, so the mom struck up a conversation. She's like, hey, she won't talk to you, but I will. And then the mom goes, I got this new car. You guys want to try it out with me? So we go, So we're in the car, and I'm in the backseat. It's like a Mustang convertible. And I go, hey, my friend's got a huge dong. She goes, let's see it. She starts jerking him off in the front seat. And she goes, hey, I I own a salon. You guys want to come to my salon? So we go to her salon. She starts cutting our hair and blowing us. We're in the makeup or the chair, the haircut seat. I'm getting a haircut. She'll she'll cut and blow, cut and blow. And uh, then she started crying about how her husband never bangs her. And we had a couple glasses. She had some Franzia at the salon, I remember. So I'm 17. I got a lopsided haircut and a boner, and uh, we banged in her salon all night. And uh, yeah, then I this is pre Uber and everything, so we got the hell out of there after that. But uh, we had a great night with this uh, this hair lady. Thank you, and that's it. I, I still get a, a hard on every time I'm at Supercuts. So this was 2013. I was on set for this super big company and my male talent showed up. He was like a sexy Latin guy. And I had on this little lace bra panty. It was like leopard print. And so we started doing these photos for the sex scene. And it was getting hot and steamy, all these crazy different positions, super hot, legs up, bent over, me on top, him on top. And then we were started to do this actual sex scene.
And in the first position, he pulled out his cock. And blood started shooting from the tip of it. Turns out, Viagra didn't give him a boner any longer. So he had to inject penis medication into the tip of his dick. But he blew a vein and blood squirted all inside my little pussy. He is now retired. And yes, I still got paid. That was epic. <laughs> oh my goodness. I almost that was an amazing story. Do you do you have another short one like that? That was incredible. Okay, yeah, I got another one. Oh, you're this you this I don't want to miss an opportunity here. This is like your sax talks are topping literally anybody's who's done yes! these shows. Thank you. So we may have to do one or two more. Okay. Because this is incredible. I'm ready for you. All right, let's do it. You bad boys and girls know I love women, right? Well, I was on set and I got to make out and fuck this hot little blonde. Things were getting hot and heavy and wet. I slid my little fingers into her pussy. And her nuver ring shot out across the room and hit the cameraman in the face. Don't worry, she didn't get pregnant from me. <laughs> it seriously hit a cameraman in the face? Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is freaking incredible. <laughs> These are the best sax talks moments ever. Okay, one more and then and then I'll let you go. This is th these stories are wow. All right, one more. Okay, one more. All right, got. It. So, you bad boys and girls know I like it up the butt, right? I was doing this hot butt sex scene. During the blowjob, I had a butt plug in all the way up. I deep throated so hard that I coughed a little bit. And the butt plug shot out across the floor and it was covered in lube and I slipped in it and fell. I did not come during that scene.
Oh my god. Yeah, I, I slipped in my own ass you jelly. You slipped in your own butt my, jelly? My own ass jelly, yes, what? I slipped in it. And, and I don't know if it's... In- did you? Was that a, an embarrassing moment or did you own it? Like, what was your reaction to slipping in it afterwards? Oh, I, well, I, I laughed. You can only laugh. I'm like, yeah. you know, I have a butt plug in. And I don't know if it's integral to the story or not, but it was a baby Jesus butt plug. Oh my goodness. So, holy shit. Wow. We did it. 100 episodes of Jeremiah Wonders. There are so many people I'd like to thank. While I do this, take a look at some of the awesome listener art that people have sent in. Thank you to Gino and everyone involved over at Speedweed and Better Box Studios, where I record the show out of every week. Thomas Schiffer at Bronxborn Pizza in Bend, Oregon, and Greyblock Pizza in Santa Monica, thank you for all your support. Thank you to Joe's Pizza and anyone else who has sponsored the show over the years, like Menchie Music. David Knowles and Seth Miller, I am still so grateful for my alto saxophone. Thank you. Rich Young, thank you for my soprano saxophone. But my biggest thank you goes to Gage T. Arena. He edits the audio and video of the podcast every week. This show could not be made without him. It's gotten exponentially better ever since he hopped on board to produce. And I'm very excited to see where we take the show together. Thank you to Anthony Whitlocks, CJ Landry, and Daniel Magden as well. Another huge thank you goes to my wife, who has been so patient and supportive of me. I started this podcast in my living room, and there was lights, cameras, and audio equipment everywhere. She never once ever complained about it. I love you. Thank you to anyone who has submitted music to the show or listened to the show, send in art, or send in kindness challenge letters. Thank you to Rob Kimmel, Michael Carrington, Nika Schultz, Tyler Engel, and John Holbert for the animation and graphics we use every week on the show. Another giant thank you goes to my buddy Zoltan Roberts. He creates the poster art for the show, and I want to thank him for the countless hours and all the effort and talent that goes into that. And thank you, Andy Singer, as well. If I forgot anyone, I sincerely apologize, and I want to thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. I love you guys, and I hope this show has brought joy to your life in one way or another, and I hope you'll be with me for the next 100 episodes of Jeremiah Wonders. We done good, Gage. We done good. That had a little vomit in it.